3: Person for the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs responding this morning,
4: calling it an unacceptable
3: and irresponsible action. China raised eyebrows over the weekend, saying that they retain the right to respond further.
2: Let me begin with you. Um, we we have heard much about the grave damage from from Republican uh, senators who are acting like idiots with guns in their lap, opposing uh, for social media, making reckless remarks, uh, left and right. I'm curious what's your take on, uh, I mean, look at this, seriously. Look, I mean, just look, look at the idiots here. And, and, and I, it would be unthinkable even two, three years ago uh, for for fool people to act like fools that were members of the United States Senate. Um, so we're supposed to listen to these people instead of the Pentagon, who's advising the President of the United States uh, to, to take a, a deep breath and wait until they're ready to take it down. What's your reaction?
4: So, Joe, you know, all I could think of, uh, you know, when I saw on social media, you know, pictures of kind of AR-15 toting uh, uh, you know, individuals who should be responsible. These are members of the Senate, uh, members of the House of Representatives. All I could think of is this is a pending South Park episode. I mean, this is really performative nonsense and it's not helpful. And, and you know, I, what I'd like to do or what I, you know, or what I think we should call on is every person who actually did something like that. Let's let's have them write a 3000 word essay on what they really mean. So when, you know, in terms of Biden being soft on China or the idea of of you know, putting your you know, pointing your AR-15 up to the sky. This is not helpful. This actually is more of a sign of weakness for the United States because it shows a country divided. So I think it was it was unfortunate. It was unhelpful, and I, they really would know better because they actually some of them are briefed on what actually occurred. Right. In my view, you know, the Biden administration. You know, you know, they, I, I look to the old adage from my old world. You know, slow is smooth, and, and, and you know, and, and smooth is fast. And what does that mean? It means slow down in a crisis, you know, go over correct courses of action. And ultimately, I think it was handled by the administration quite well.
2: Let me ask you this, you know, congressional source tells us that there will be a, a briefing for the so-called gang of eight lawmakers, uh, the top leaders in both chambers uh, and the key intelligence committee members. As you know, uh, the Navy is in the process of recovering the spy balloon surveillance equipment. What do you think they're, they're gonna find? Uh, do you think they'll find much that's useful?
5: Well, that's a that's a very important briefing uh, that ought to be provided uh, to our congressional leaders, uh, particularly if uh, it's confirmed that uh, this balloon had the capability to pick up sensitive information uh, and was an intelligence gathering uh, mission, was on an intelligence gathering mission. And secondly, whether it was maneuverable, I I think those are the key points Uh, if it is a spy balloon. If it's maneuverable, uh, then clearly invading uh, US airspace was of concern, and I think the president made the right decision to shoot it down. So there's an awful lot of information we need to know uh, in order to confirm our worst suspicions.
2: And you've been in the position of Defense Secretary, CIA Director, White House Chief of Staff. Would you have advised the president? Uh, to uh, shoot down that balloon immediately uh, as soon as it was becoming uh, noticeable over uh, the skies in Montana? Or do you think it made some sense from an intelligence gathering standpoint to let it drift uh, for a while and let it get out over the ocean where it could be brought down without really any um, potential for danger below?
5: Well, you know, there, there are going to be lessons from uh, all of this uh, with regards to this kind of uh, spy balloon, if it, if it is uh, in fact a spy balloon, uh, if if it was that, and if we were aware of the balloon, uh, I think we should have taken steps uh, to prevent it from entering our airspace. Uh, and I'm not sure that we should have allowed it uh, to simply cross over the country, uh, cross over uh, what were obviously sensitive military sites. I I don't I don't see the logic of that. Uh, so, the, so the question, obviously, is, uh, the Pentagon said that there were risks here. I understand that argument uh, that uh, there were debris risks. Uh, at the same time, uh, I think we should have acted earlier uh, if our suspicions were valid that this was, in fact, on an intelligence mission. I hope in the future we make clear to the to the to China that. Uh, this kind of incident cannot happen again. And it will not happen again. That in the future, if we see that kind of balloon, uh, we are going to, if they don't take action to prevent that balloon from entering our airspace, that we will indeed shoot it down much earlier than we did this time around.
2: And and I think if I have you straight, you're saying that you think this should have been shot down, perhaps over Montana, something like that, maybe over a a Sparsely populated area, that sort of thing. Before it crossed over the entire, almost the entire continental U.S.
5: Yeah, that uh, that bothered me that uh, uh, that it was allowed to uh, transverse the uh, uh, entire country. Uh, and and for that reason, I think it probably would have been well for for the president uh, to to have been transparent with the country uh, about what was happening here uh, when they initially found uh, that the balloon was there. Uh, when they considered it to be an intelligence gathering balloon. And frankly, when the president made the decision to shoot it down, if he made the decision on Wednesday to shoot it down, uh, I think that should have been made public. Uh, It would have prevented some of the criticism uh, that occurred later. Uh, And the American people, I think, are entitled to know uh, just exactly what our adversaries are up to. So uh, I think greater transparency would have helped the White House as well. Mm -hmm.
6: Well, Shannon, what began as a spy balloon has become a trial balloon, testing President Biden's strength and resolve, and unfortunately, the president failed that test, Uh, and that's dangerous for the American people. Uh, The president was paralyzed for an entire week by a balloon. Um, We should have shot this balloon down over the Aleutian Islands. We should never have allowed it to transit the entire continental United States. And I think there's a lot of open questions that the administration needs to answer to Congress on behalf of the American people about why they didn't. I think part of it is the president's reluctance to take any action that would be viewed as provocative or confrontational towards the Chinese communists. I would say what's provocative and confrontational is sending a spy balloon all across America. But second, I do believe the administration wanted to salvage the Secretary of State's trip on Friday night, and they got through Thursday afternoon, Thankfully, civilians in Montana and the Billings Gazette identified this balloon and blew the whistle on it. And finally, the administration fessed up to the American people. It took another 12 hours for the secretary of state canceled what was already an ill-advised trip. I think there's a lot of answers for the administration to provide the American people. Excuse me.
0: Um, That would make me choke right there, right? Remember I started Friday's show? Tom Cotton's got it right there. Okay. Um, we don't do all this work here just to make you, the audience, the most interesting person at the uh, at the cocktail party or at the dinner table when you're out having dinner with friends or hanging with uh, them. We know you will be about how far ahead of the curve we put you. But we actually do this because you're the um, not just the chairman of the creditors committee of this nation. You're also... The backbone, the common sense, and when we have to set things right. We're going to have to be very specific. And we started Friday's show with with this. Remember uh, I said that this headline in the Financial Times of Friday. Financial Times of Friday. Blinken to meet Xi during landmark China visit in sign of thawing relations. Remember that? Remember that? And I later said it was Dimitri, Sevastopolov, Washington. This is Friday morning's print edition. This was briefed, they had this interview on Thursday afternoon to make it to the print edition of Friday's paper. Okay? Joe Biden in the Biden regime knew about the spy balloon crossing the airspace into the Aleutian Islands no later than NLT no later then early on Saturday, the 28th of January. Get your number two pencil out, write that date down. The 28th of January. As we know now, that's what they've already fessed up to. They intended, this is what Tom Cotton said, they intended to never reveal this to the people of the United States in order to let Blinken get on that plane and get over there in kowtow to, to, to Xi Particularly, do you think it's random that that uh, meeting, which could have been sent at any time, do you think it's random that he was going to leave on Friday, basically afternoon, you would get there Sunday morning, the way the time zones work, and then have start the meetings in the afternoon? Do you think it's random that the House uh, inquiry into into Hunter Biden's laptop starts on Wednesday morning? Do you think it was random if this meeting was set up so he could talk about the great relations they have and you're gonna you're gonna hurt the relationships? They hid, they hid this information, and I believe you're gonna find out if the Republicans ask the tough and right questions. According to Austin and Miller, because remember they had the big deal about Austin's over in Philippines, they're cutting this base deal. He had to get up in the middle of the night. I think Austin was Wednesday. February 1st. The president didn't make a decision to quote unquote shoot it down or do whatever until the, it was outed on Friday. They hid from the American people. If it had not been from an individual at the Billings Gazette walking out because a buddy told him, I think we got a UFO that that that's out there. If it had not been that they would have hid the entire thing, knowing it, they would have hid it from the American people. Let it traverse, not just traverse the continent, but stay there. I think for a day or two around the ICBM launch fields in north central Montana, as you can tell from we ought to pull that up later. You can tell from the, the pattern it had. The inquiry on this has to be immediate. This is think about it for a second. They impeached Trump over some phone call with the with the with the poison dwarf Zelensky. They they impeached him over that. This is an absolute this is a high crime and a misdemeanor, and this must get we must find out. Like who who knew what on Saturday, the 28th? And was that the first time? Because I happen to believe it was earlier than that. But even even be that as it may, let's just go with Saturday, the 28th. Who knew it? Did the Pentagon know it? Did they tell Austin? Why is Austin sitting there having a conference call with Millie and everybody in the middle of the night in Manila? I think on the first the following Wednesday. Correct. When this was then they came back to the president and said, don't shoot it down. That, that, you know, because it may, you know, there's, there, there's so many, uh, it's so concentrated in Montana, in eastern Montana. We had Rosendale on here Saturday. It's so concentrated in eastern Montana, you know, it may fall on uh, the South 40 there, which is all a lie. This was done by the CCP to humiliate the United States, to let the citizens of the United States know you're not safe anywhere. We can do what we want and your government. Your illegitimate regime will not stand up to us. Think about it. They flood us with fentanyl and the CCP-COVID-19 virus. These are biological weapon, and they flood us with fentanyl nonstop in a second opium war. They're, I've said this. The Third World War has started. I have said this now for years. It's unrestricted warfare, and they're after us. The Chinese Communist Party considered the American citizens an existential threat to the dictatorial regime, and they've bribed half the people in this city and on Wall Street, and in Silicon Valley, and the corporate, in the global corporations. They're all, all counted. look at Morning Joe right there. MN- NBC who goes over and kisses their ass with the frickin' uh, Olympics. NBC's in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. This is why you have all that talk on Morning Joe. Oh, it's so, it's so irresponsible, it's so performative. They never know what happened during Trump. Oh, it happened all the time. What are we doing? This is not the way mature nations work. You're right. A mature nation would not have traitors. Joe Biden is a traitor. He's a traitor. And if McConnell and this gang of eight don't start, and the inquiries don't start today to get to the bottom of this, this is a Sputnik moment. If it's not, the managed decline becomes the bottom falling out. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. We rejoice
1: when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: Despite the U.S. blowing through 31.4 trillion dollar debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for two hundred and forty seven thousand dollars. And it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to nine eight nine eight nine eight. That's Bannon B A N N O M to nine eight nine eight nine eight. With an A plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to nine eight nine eight nine eight today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, two things. Number one, uh, CPAC. If you think things are heated up now, you want to be there live. We want uh, you guys to be part of this live audience we're going to do at CPAC, just like at Turning Point in Phoenix and just like we did at uh, CPAC Dallas. Go to CPAC.org slash war room. You get 47 bucks off a general mission ticket. I think it's the first time we've ever done a discount like that for a group. So we want to hold positive. there, a huge turnout. All your other shows, Charlie Kirk, everybody's going to be there. Pasobic. So make sure... Um, I think Charlie Kirk's going to do a show there. I think he's going to. But Toby's definitely going to be there. So um, you know, President Trump's going to give his big speech on Saturday afternoon. Make sure you make it cpac.org slash war room. Um, go sign up and we'll see you there. We're going to be doing a lot of pregame activities too. Also, um, MyPilla.com 2.0, the MyPillot 2.0. This thing is on fire. We launched it here in the show. Mike's coming back this week with even additional content. com. go to mypillow.com slash war room promo code war room you get it buy one get one free and the folks are using them are raving about uh, the upgrades he's done on this pillow so sleep the sleep of the just and sleep it on a my pillow 2.0 go there today brother cortez um and i want the audience because it's the audience that makes the difference this is the biggest activist audience, the biggest MAGA, biggest activist audience in the country. And um, we know we're at war. They're at war with us. They declared a people's war in 2019 when they tore up uh, the Lighthizer-Trump uh, seven deadly sins deal. They didn't want to be a part of that. They started their decoupling right then. They've been in a people's war. First they've been in war with us much longer than that, but the unrestricted warfare part really started to kick in then with the declaration of a people's war. Cortez, give me uh, give me your analysis of America's elite. You know, we're, we're a nation in managed decline, right. but now we're very close to just having the bottom fall out, sir.
3: Yeah, it doesn't seem like a managed decline at the moment. It seems more like a collapse. You know, and Steve, to your point, uh, look, the Chinese Communist Party, in all probability, didn't gather any useful information from this balloon that they couldn't just get from satellites. It was about humiliating the United States. It was very symbolic, it was very important about telling the citizens of the United States uh, that you have been betrayed. You've been betrayed by your own leaders, uh, and you have been subjugated, not just by your own leaders, but also by the junta, by the regime in Beijing. I think that is the reality here, and by the way, I want to point out, you know—you played in the cold open there, and I think it was important to show that, uh, Leon Panetta sounding actually very sensible, sounding a little bit like a hawk uh, defending American sovereignty, but let's remember. Leon Panetta is one of the dozens of disgraceful former intelligence officials, he former head of the CIA, who signed the ridiculous Politico Memorandum claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was not legitimate and that it was Russian disinformation. So let's remember even Leon Panetta, somebody who in my view is a traitor to this country, who lied to the American people, uh, who used his former status as CIA head, Uh, to effectively excuse the information that we received on the laptop, which the most damning information on that laptop, and there's a lot of damning information, but the most damning information was the fact that the Biden family, the Biden cartel, was completely compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. So, but even Leon Panetta said, okay, this is a bridge too far. I can't believe we let this balloon float across the entirety of the United States. But again, the point, I believe, from the CCP is the humiliation of the united states and even tom cotton somebody who i'm frankly not very happy with and i think a lot of folks in the audience are not very happy with somebody who also betrayed us in a different sense financially betrayed the united states by becoming part of joe biden's omnibus package which has inflicted so much economic misery and is going to continue to lead to economic misery through this year even tom cotton who it turns out is an establishment squish even he realizes that again This was a bridge too far by the CCP. This was such an affront to America's sovereignty. And, Steve, I think it's important for the American people to to realize this is about humiliating you. I mean, I I really believe that was the intent here much more uh, than anything strategic or tactical that the Chinese Communist Party could have gained. It's about breaking the American spirit. We're not going to let that happen, of course. We're going to push back. um, And thankfully, we do have the United States House of Representatives. And soon, I believe we're going to have the Senate and the White House and we're going to start pushing back against the CCP.
0: The concept is of being a tributary state. This is the way the Middle Kingdom rolls. The countries around it pay tribute. They're tributary states. You have to kowtow. Remember, the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, Comer kickoff about the Twitter, the FBI guys working at Twitter. and about the It's going to start with the suppression of the laptop from hell, of which we're very honored Right? And, and Abby Lowell can send all the, all the letters he wants to all the AGs, all the source backed AGs everywhere in the country. Okay? We're very proud we were part of bringing that to the American people's attention. Okay? Because the Bidens are traitors. They sold us out for money. Yes. They're scumbag traitors. Okay? They sold us out for money. The, the inquiry starts the morning after his great State of the Union, and they got, and McCarthy's allowed this thing to be, you know, they got the fence back up. I don't know what McCarthy's doing. They got the fence back up. I don't know for what reason. Okay? Right. They got the fence back. He's a great state of the union. On the day after, Comer and these guys, they're starting it, and they're starting it about the media, the social media, the Silicon Valley oligarchs who are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, suppression of the laptop from hell. Right. Okay? They're starting with that. That's why this meeting in Beijing, he had to go there and have Blinken and hugging and rubbing up on Xi and Wang Shan. He had to be there rubbing up on them. Hey, we got great relationships. These radical MAGA warmonger Republicans that are pushing the CCP, they're the problem. You want good times and good relationships and let the money roll and all that. You got to count out. We're a tributary state. It's not a problem. It's the decline of the country, but it's going to be fine. No, patriots are not going to do that. This election, politics today's divided, simple divide patriots and traitors patriots and traitors. These people are traitors and they've sold this nation out. And here's how, you know how I can prove it? Very simple. We're going to take it from the 28th of January. Did they notify them that Saturday the 28th, when it came across the Aleutian Islands? No, they did not. Did they tell anybody on Sunday the 29th, as it was coming across Alaska? No, they did not. Did they tell anybody on the 30th, on Monday? No, they did not. Did they tell anybody on on Tuesday, the 31st, no, they did not. So for four days, they hid it, okay? On the 1st, it was outed. This is when the billings thing got got rolling. They had the conference call. Then, all of a sudden, they had a problem, and they still try to, try to suppress it, as Tom Cotton said. Just get blinking. They come and brief. On Thursday afternoon at the White House, let's get testimony from the Financial Times writer. On Thursday afternoon at the White House, and State Department, they're briefing him. Hey, it's all gonna, you know, we got a thing. We're breaking. Uh, we're gonna break the ice. We're gonna hug each other because bad Trump and bad Navarro and bad Bannon and all these guys, Pompeo that were causing a problem with us, they're gone. And now we're gonna have the first, the first rub up. We're gonna come and rub it up, right? Gonna rub it up. And they wanted to get on the plane. That timeline right there. What did they know? And when did they know it? What did they know, and when did they know? Don't give me any spin. I want, to, I want to go boom right to the signal. Tell me exactly who knew it, and did they even inform the Pentagon? And then you can get in the whole thing of shoot it down, not shoot it down, let it traverse. That decision, yes, huge. But this is just like finding the classified documents. Drive a stake into November 2nd. Remember, they all want to talk to you, run around about what happened after that. Yes, that's bad enough. But what happened to get you get those lawyers into the, uh, into the office on the 2nd of November going around his files. How did that happen? We got him right here. If people in the House and the Senate have the stones, they impeach Trump off a phone call with the poison dwarf? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? By the way, Steve, Ukraine all of a sudden, the spin and the lies and Tom Cotton, Tom Cotton had to pass the $1.8 trillion, and not just that, take the gavel out of our hand to shut this freaking stuff down now. Had to do right. it because they had to get a big increase in the defense budget of a defense department came and protect you, let you be humiliated as it traverse, traverses at its own time, you know, the, 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 at, the, right. at, the, at the at the speed. And, and, and what they want to do had to do that because Ukraine, we had to get the money to Ukraine. Right. And all Ukraine, we're here, all we were hearing, Steve, is that we're going to get them tanks, and we're shifting away from Bakhmut. We're going to go down and take. We're going to retake Crimea. Those <laughs> lies and misrepresentations. All now they're in spin mode. You got defend, They're about to get rid of the defense minister. Re- Reuters just reports as we come on air. If you've been in my getter account all week, you can see Reuters just reports, hey, the five hundred thousand conscript in Russia look like a winter offensive. Now he's going to fire his his uh, the lionized defense minister is supposed to be the guy that's kept him in the fight so far. Steve Cortez, your assessment of the lies and misrepresentation in Ukraine, sir.
3: Steve, fascinating article over the weekend. If we can please pull up the slide from Roll Call. Uh, And Roll Call in many ways is sort of the tip sheet for permanent Washington. Roll Call had an article over the weekend where it said that the U.S. must back Ukraine joining NATO in 2023. Why? Because the Europeans know that in 2024, there's going to be a leadership change in the United States. Now, by the way, I happen to agree with the Europeans on this point. You bet there's going to be a leadership change, both the Senate and the White House. But the point is here, that you look at how crass that is. And, and by the way, that they're unembarrassed even to express it publicly, to say, hey, we've got to get this done right now. We've got to get this dirty deal done with Kiev, because pretty soon, Those America first people, those patriotic populists, they're gonna be in charge of Washington, D.C., and we can't get it done then. And this is connected to what we're talking about with the Chinese Communist Party, Steve. It's it's the exact same mentality. It's an America last, multilateralist, globalist mentality and and agenda. And by the way, what are the consequences of that agenda? According to the Economic Policy Institute, which is a left-leaning think tank in Washington, D.C., according to the EPI, the United States has lost 3.7 million manufacturing jobs to China. 3.7 million high paying, family sustaining manufacturing jobs lost to the predatory trade practices of China. Not because we can't compete with China, yeah. Steve, well, but because the game was rigged against the American people.
0: Rigged. Okay, hang on for a second. We're gonna get into the economics of it, how this implies. Yeah, but that's middle-class Joe. This is Joe from Scranton. He's been at the cause. He's compromised. He's one of the ones supported the jobs going 3.7 million high paying family sustaining jobs to the CCP next in the war room. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level, and it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family so don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com, take action, do it today. Tragically, right now in America, there's a collapse in confidence. Let's
3: look at the numbers in a chalk talk. ABC News poll that goes back almost four decades asks Americans, are you better off today than you were two years ago? Right now, 41% of Americans say they are worse off than they were two years ago, which not coincidentally, is right when Joe Biden took office. This is by far the worst number in the history of this survey. Now, why the collapse in confidence on the economy? Well, the created crises, plural, of Joe Biden. He declared war on American domestic energy production. He engaged in an orgy of exorbitant borrowing and spending. And he opened the southern border inviting in millions of new workers to compete illegally and unfairly in the labor market against American citizens. Now, the only good news, patriots, all of those failures,
0: they're reversible. So let's get to work. They reverse, definitely revert. By the way, the ABC poll said, what, two-thirds of Americans don't think he's accomplished much. They're not paying attention. He's accomplished a lot to destroy this country, starting with taking us from full-spectrum energy dominance, now to calto, to every third world tin pot dictator in the world, including getting our hands and knees to the Saudis. Steve Cortez, your assessment, sir.
3: You know, listen, that, that poll of course is foreboding, but it's the reality and you won't know the reality if you only pay attention to corporate media. And thank goodness, Steve, for what you're doing and for this show. The American people know the tangible kitchen table reality of their lives right now. They're getting poorer every single day. We now have 21 straight months of declining real wages, which is all that really matters, meaning your income adjusted for the costs and services of the things that you need to live your life. That number, by the way, that ABC poll that I talked about in my Chalk Talk, it's not just a marginal new high, it's a massive new high in the percentage of people saying that they are worse off than they were two years ago. The previous worst mark was 36%. 41% of Americans now say they are worse off than they were two years ago, which happens to be almost exactly to the day when Joe Biden took office. Uh, So despondency, unfortunately, has become the rule out there in America. Uh, When you add to that economic deprivation, the humiliation, the national security humiliation to this country of having to simply watch as the Chinese Communist Party embarrasses America and floats a balloon all over the country at its own will, at its own discretion. Uh, And the United States, the greatest superpower in the history of the world, acting as if it it cannot control or cannot protect its own sovereignty. When you combine those two aspects together, uh, it's really soul-crushing. I mean, that's the reality right now. We have an absolute collapse in confidence in the United States. But as I also point out there in that Chalk Talk, I don't want to just uh, uh, talk about the darkness, all right? I want to just curse the darkness. Let's light the candle. Let's light the political candle, as the good book tells us light a candle. Okay? And thankfully, we have one significant lever of power right now in Washington, D.C., and that is the U.S. House of Representatives. So it is incumbent, it is necessary immediately with total urgency for the House of Representatives to get about the business of reversing this economic collapse, this national security humiliation of the United States. And then we, the movement, the America First Patriotic Populist Movement also have to be about the business. And believe me, Steve, we need to recruit candidates right now in 2023 for 2024. It's not too early for us to win back the Senate and of course to ultimately win back the White House as well. But the economic situation in this country, make no mistake, uh, it is dire right now. Just today, by the way, I'm in Texas. Um, And Dell is headquartered in Texas, in Austin, Texas. Dell Computer announced today that it is laying off over 6,000 workers. You know, unfortunately, that kind of headline has become very regular, particularly in the technology space. Uh, And, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Steve, but those headlines are going to continue and they're going to accelerate and they're going to exacerbate as the year goes on. That's simply the reality of the recession, the Biden induced recession that we're in. But again, we have human agency. We have the ability to fix these problems. We can close the border. We can get control of the exorbitant borrowing and spending, particularly when it comes to the use of the debt ceiling. We can reverse Biden's attack on American energy, on, on domestic energy production in this country. All of, all of that is reversible, and it must be reversed for the prosperity of the American people.
0: You know, we got um, and, uh, five days that five changed days the direction change of this country was the five days that five we, days we, we stood up we stood and up uh, and fought that, uh, uh, McCarthy becoming speaker and got all these changes that led to the committees and led to the people on the committees and the and the absolute uh, full-on uh, offense on these. We have to keep that up. But right now we got another five days. If the Republicans have any stones, right? And Mitch McConnell and these guys are all compromised too. We'll, we'll try to cover up for it. But those five days from 28... Uh, January to basically the second of February, we have to know specifically, and I mean a minute by minute timeline about when this spy balloon crossed because it 's not just crossing into u s uh, it 's not just crossing into u s um, airspace. you pick these things up well in advance, okay We essentially knew when this was launched from uh, China. no doubt then I mean, you can go through and, and dig, it, dig it up unless they 're lying to you, and you still get to the bottom of it. They knew it was coming and they suppressed it. They hid it from the American people on purpose so they could get Blinken on a plane to go kowtow, to be a tributary state, to go to kowtow in Beijing on Sunday. That would be yesterday. They wanted not leave on Friday to basically thwart or blunt what's going to happen starting on Wednesday of this week with the laptop from hell, which shows that they're compromised. They're, they're compromised by money. This is impeachable this is a high crime and a misdemeanor and the Republicans ought to get into this day and get the facts. Let's just get the facts. Let's just get the facts. This is not about a phone call with some pipsqueak. Okay. This is about the vital national security interest of the United States. And what Steve Cortez is hundred percent true. This is to humiliate you. And this is remember Millie decided in June of 2020 after the, uh, the, uh, the situation in in Lafayette Park, right? That that they went back to the Pentagon and said, "Oh, we have to thwart Trump so he can't win." They had a coup right there. Milley then, after N- November third, contacted without notifying the Commander in Chief, because Trump says, "I didn't know about this." He contacted the head of the Chinese military and said, "Hey, don't worry, things going to get a little crazy here, but I got this. There won't be any sh- nuclear strikes on you." Did he run that by? Is that is that in his is that in his brief? As chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, is it? No, it is not. Millie is one of the guys on this conference call with Austin. What did Millie know and when did he know it? And by the way, if Millie didn't know to the first or the second, who knew at the White House? Who was briefed? Who did NSA talk to? Right? Who did NORAD talk to? We need the details. The facts themselves will lead to an impeachment of Joe Biden. The facts themselves. So don't get off thing about, oh, this and that and the other thing. Just give me the facts. Give me the timeline. Let's lay out a timeline and let's see exactly who was doing what when. And Joe Biden wanted to cover this up. Tom is right. To get, and they briefed the Financial Times on Thursday. They put in the print edition on Friday morning. This is all going to be better. Wall Street, the, the China's recovering. The economy's going to be fine. We're all partners. We're all buddies. Just like uh, just like Blinken had the consulting firm with all those guys in the White House making money off the CCP and just like Biden's grabbing it with both hands, grabbing it with both hands. And this is not about a tit for tat. This is not, oh, you impeach Trump. Hey, the impeachments are what they are. OK, the impeachments are what they are. The American people knew that and he got 12 million more votes. Think about that—12 12 million legitimate votes, real votes from people called voters, not made up votes. You think elections have catastrophic consequences? We're in the third world war. It has started and it started a while ago. And it's gonna get a lot uglier and a lot nastier. So we need people who are prepared to defend the United States of America and American citizens. The two groups in this country, patriots and traitors, no middle ground, don't wanna hear it. Either, either for the sovereignty of this nation and the sovereignty of our citizens and against the enemies of that. In the Chinese Communist Party is the greatest existential threat we've had in the history of this nation, and they're everywhere, and their money's everywhere, their influence is everywhere. Steve Cortez, how do folks uh, get to your substack, all your content, sir?
3: Yes, please follow me on social media. By the way, Southwest Florida Patriots, I'm going to be there tomorrow. I will be at Seed to Table doing a show with Florida Voice News, 7 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow in Naples at Seated Table. Uh, please come and meet me Southwest Florida Patriots and you can find me on social media. On the Twitter, I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S.
0: Perfect, look forward to seeing that Steve. That's a pregame, that's the pregame for the uh, for the State of the Union, right? Exactly. Thank you, great, great job Steve. Let me go to uh, Colonel Derek Harvey. Colonel, uh, you were the guy at the House Intel and then over the National Security Council with President Trump. The first time I heard somebody actually walk through a quite detailed and logical explanation of the managed decline of our nation in every aspect by our elites, like Colonel Derek Harvey, he's one of the smartest guys I've ever met. How does this epitomize what's happened over the last couple of days, epitomize the managed decline of our nation by our elites, sir?
1: Well, let me talk about the managed decline for a second, Steve. You know, when I was dealing with the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, I was confronted with the issue that we weren't actually trying to achieve real objectives and trying to win. And when we dealt with Iranian malign behavior, we didn't want to do anything to upset the Iranians. When we're dealing with Afghanistan, we didn't want to do anything about the sanctuary that was provided by the Taliban and the, the um, ISI support to the Taliban that was leading to the deaths of Americans. And I started to look around and paid closer attention over the next couple of years in meeting after meeting with State Department officials, with think tank officials, and both Democrat and Republican senators, um, you would hear these concerns about uh, they were embarrassed about American wealth as compared to what was going on in the rest of the world. And they were expressing a globalist perspective that really pointed to a need to diminish American uh, exceptionalism, and you know our GDP was too high. we we were the biggest contributors in their view towards um, you know environmental issues with our you know high usage of energy. But forget the fact that China actually uses more energy than the United States and Europe combined. Um, you know they wanted to diminish our status and our wealth in order to equalize us with the rest of the world. But it, this. Policy of theirs would not impact the elites of America. In, in their view, it would only be for Amer- America's in, in general. They would make money off the deindustrialization of America. They would make money off of opening our borders and bringing in you know millions and millions of of, of you know job taking immigrants that would take the lower tiers of the the rungs of a, the workforce and depress our wages for our, our Americans. Um, so across the board, you know this this idea that America needed to be taken down a few notches, and that has led to what we have today with you know Americans increasingly recognizing that they're worse off, and it's because of a concerted planned policy unstated of course, except you know if you're in you know Davos or you're going out to the Aspen Institute or you know, one of these other places where the elites gather and, and look at how they can realign things around the world at the expense of American jobs and American national security. And, and that's what Trump stood up against with the America First policy. It was about putting America first economically for the American workers and for reindustrialization of America and for rebuilding and only fighting those types of wars that were actually vital to the United States, not being adventuresome and if you're going to get in a conflict, you should darn well win it. Um, and he knew that we didn't have the means or the will to actually, in the situation with such in places like Afghanistan, that we should have found a way to get out of there much earlier. And, and so you know, that's part it's of the a, we
0: have. Yeah, Colonel, 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 hang, Colonel, hang on one, one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back. We have Colonel Derek Harvey on the managed decline of the United States of America next in the war room. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N.
6: The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now
0: okay make sure you go to getter if you're there over the weekend Not we're we doing live streams all the time but i'm putting up analysis, breaking news, all of it. So make sure you go. It's totally free. If I can download it and use it, you can too because I am a complete and total moron when it comes to that, okay? It's the best technology out there. It far surpasses uh, Twitter, not even in the same ballpark. Want to make sure MyPillow.com, the the 2.0 pillow. the MyPillow 2.0 is getting rave reviews. Everybody gets it, loves it, okay? It's got a different technology, the whole thing. It's a different deal. MyPella dot com, promo code Worm. Buy one, get one free. Plus you got all the other sales up there. Particularly keep warm and these Arctic blasts we keep getting. Mm-hmm. But it's MyPella two point You're gonna love this Pella even more than you loved your original. My two point Go check it out today. Buy one, get one free. Also, CPAC.org slash Worm, you get forty seven bucks off. I think we're gonna work and try to get Colonel Harvey there. I'm trying to get Colonel Harvey to to to, to run for a bigger office. We need his voice. If we had guys like Derek Harvey in Congress, in the House, or in the Senate, we wouldn't have some of the problems we have. Colonel Harvey, continue on about the managed decline. And particularly, I want to tie in the Ukraine war, which now, hey, today in uh, Kiev, instead of talking about taking Crimea, they're talking about not collapsing again. Throw the defense secretary, the defense minister under the bus. You know, you can't, these people lie to you with a straight face and they steal the money. And they lead the Ukrainian people now fifty thousand uh, war casualties, women and children mainly, right? Civilians, and the United States pushes this. The regime, Biden regime, and the globalists push this nonstop. Colonel Derek Harvey.
1: Well, they do. And real quick to follow up from the last segment, you know the world, the World Trade Organization, where we admitted China. We don't enforce those rules, and that helps undermine us and build up their capabilities um the paris climate accords we pay the price for that and china doesn't and that leads to an impact on american industry and american jobs um, military armaments agreements with the russians or others where you know we don't verify them we don't enforce them when they're when they're broken or not adhere to at all and it's it's sort of a facade out there that we have all these things going on the one direction they're going is undermining American security and we the globalists want to cover it up and obfuscate it and we have the same thing going on I think with you know Ukraine You know, what's the end game in the Ukraine actually um, no one can really explain it a never ending war that we're going to spend another trillion dollars or more on because Ukraine is broke the industrial part of the country the agricultural part of the country where the minerals are Those are in the four eastern provinces primarily. And they don't have their seaports because of Crimea. And they depend upon Western finances and Western armaments to let them hold on. And how long can they hold on? Well, maybe as long as we continue to increasingly pay for it, more and more of it. And, you know, because NATO will get fatigued with it. The French and the Germans already are to some degree. And what we're giving them isn't enough to actually make a difference on the ground we're, we're dripping some of these things in like the the tanks 31 tanks will probably from the united states won't get there to till the fall and by then you know, what's 31 anyway and even in aggregated with the others from the other countries you might have a couple of hundred all different types different munitions different maintenance requirements so we're, we're not really doing anything uh, to the, the change the, the end game there either, so it's sort of like we're in a hedgehog situation where we want this just just to continue uh, to some point where their pressure will be on the Ukrainians to acquiesce to some sort of ceasefire, but a ceasefire would put Ukraine in a in a very bad situation. So because Russia could always start you know the gray zone, the little green men wars again, because ultimately what Putin wants is. Total acquisition of all of Ukraine, or if he can't get it, keep what he's got, and then destroy what's left of it, and break the Western will and stamina to continue to support it.
0: Where does your because the key here, and you know, we were there for the at the fights in the White House about getting the Europeans to step up to the two point the two percent of GDP, which all of them fought, and the Germans fought the fought it the most, and even even when they pay for it, they get. Close. If you look at what they're really paying for, it. it trust me, it's not armaments and, and, and readiness. I think you. Can, I think the British can put up one combat division. I read that the other day. One combat division. I think the rest of NATO. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe another one and a half or two. So you get three combat divisions max ready to fight out of all NATO because they don't want to pay for it. They want people want to pay for their health care and, and those sorts of things. So, and I have no. If the if the Ukrainian people buy in and want to fight this, hey. I'm a nationalist. Go for it. But it's got to be Europe and the party of Davos. You go over to Europe, look at Davos, look at Switzerland, look at Austria, look at the wealth, look at the wealth in Germany, look at the wealth in Italy. Look at all these billionaires flitting around. Look at all of them, right? They're not putting any money into this deal. None, zero. The American taxpayer, the deplorables. Colonel Harvey, we've got about a minute. I'd like to hold you over just for a few minutes. I know you're busy, but do the Europeans have the will to step up this, because we did World War I, we did World War II, we did the Cold War, three times a charm. This is their deal. Do they have the will to actually stand up to the Russians in Ukraine and back Ukraine so that it's not an American deal, it's a European and, and Ukrainian deal?
1: No, as long as we're paying the bill, writing the checks, they're going to go along for the ride. But they have not s- stepped up financially or militarily as far as the core NATO countries, now I would say, you know, the, the former uh, Russian-occupied countries like Poland, Romania, etc., they are doing what they can, and you know, because they have more direct experience with, with dealing with the Soviet Union and the oppression that existed there. But there isn't that type of motivation, desire at all within the old NATO countries.
0: Uh, Colonel Harvey, if you could just hang over for a second, we're taking a 90-second break. Quick break, 90-second, we've got uh, Colonel Derek Harvey is going to join us on the uh, on the other side. We also have Rebecca Koffler. Colonel Mills is going to join us about TikTok and other things that could be taken down immediately. You got If you're going to fight the Chinese, you got to fight them in every aspect. Short commercial break, Colonel Derek Harvey on the other side. It's all started, everything's begun. and you are over taking down the ccp spread the world all through hong kong we will fight till the are God we rejoice when there's no more. let's take down the ccp war room posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you